Listen, there's something y'all have to understand. This is most certainly a story about a beautiful boy, a cunning rogue, and a wounded bird girl. And it most certainly is a story about that most powerful of magicians, the magus, the old magus. Now she, she was a force to be reckoned with and a nightmare to boot. But really, really beyond all that, this is a story about magic and how it lost its bite. Because you see, y'all are too young to remember, but magic wasn't always so helpful, so kind. There was a time when magic was about price. Magic was about favors and debts and collecting on them. There was nothing generous about magic, not till after it started dying. podcast where we're about the role playing not so much the rolling okay so here's the funny thing taylor (laughs) (laughs) i know that you tried to keep the bit going from sam but like you were just too gentle about it you gotta be like this yeah okay okay, Uh, uh, welcome back to level one podcast my name is sam (laughs) okay 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 okay. i have to do one all right right, let me let me give this a shot Welcome back to the Level 1 Podcast. I really like that one. That was really good. That was really good, actually. I'm a big proponent. Well, oh, wait, what are we we here for, Taylor? Oh, uh, the role-playing. Not so much the rolling. Wow, that was really good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, welcome to Season 2 with the original cast. Minus Will. Minus Will. Sans Will. (laughs) Miss you, buddy. Um... (laughs) Not dead, don't you dare. He's gone now. (laughs) He has left us. So, yeah, welcome to season fucking two. Woohoo! Jesus. It's weird. It's kind of weird to say, actually. But, um, so this is the thing that I did with Natalie during the first recording that I really wanted to do, like, first episode, first season, but we didn't do it. So, Mm -hmm. I wanted to, um, ask you guys how long have you been playing role playing games? Um, and how'd you start? Oh man! Because I've already I've already done it. They've heard it. You got this. You got yeah. to go first. Um, that's hard to say because I feel like I've incorporated role playing <clears throat> into a lot of games, like in general. Like I feel like even stuff like Skyrim and stuff like that. You know, creating your own character as part of video games. Like it's a lot of role playing, even if it's just by yourself. But like, I think that the first time that I played any kind of D and D proper was my senior year of high school so who'd you play with derek was it with me and derek actually i don't think it was the, the two of just you. Derek. i think it was with derek and maybe his brother mm. maybe you know interestingly enough i uh you brought up skyrim i don't know why it made me think of this i think i've <laughs> just been itching to share it all day <laughs> <laughs> i found this video on my sports podcast we have this thing it's called video, video of the week which uh-huh. is funny because it's a podcast so you can't that's nobody can see the video <laughs> <laughs> but so for this video of the week uh there's this a guy plays skyrim mm-hmm. without killing anyone and it's like a 35 minute long video and it, the whole thing is just ev- edited so heavily mm-hmm. it must have taken him literal days to complete the edit but it came out yesterday i just thought it was interesting you said that is interesting. And i just totally lost we'll circle back so i love those kinds of experimental yeah, videos but been? okay so we determined it was just games or, or role playing yeah games? like, yeah, D- like basically games, yeah. when did you start playing D? okay well i well i did uh this it was like a thing with foam swords so it was like a larping thing for kids basically <gasps> yeah, so it wasn't awesome. actually considered larping back when i was like really little in elementary school uh, that was kind of like my first time role playing. I played a lot of uh, stealth characters, which I, you'll find out at some point. I still do that. I still like playing stealth characters. <laughs> um, so I did a lot of that, and then let's see, got into video games shortly before my freshman year, or was it? What was it? My sophomore year? Because I played yeah, for the first yeah. time with you. Yeah, it was. It was your sophomore year. You, yeah. Did you go? 
I'm, okay, I'm starting to remember this day. I remember, like, you, me, and Derek went location scouting. Yeah, we went location for, scouting. For yeah. a film we were working on. Yep. And it was snowing, and Derek and I were just, like, yammering about D&D. D&D and, like, <laughs> not including you in the conversation at all. Yeah. And then you, like, wormed your way in, and then, like, literally the next day, we were like, we're playing tomorrow, just show up. Like, yeah. <laughs> So really that's how fun. I first started playing. That was a ragtag group. Yeah. Thinking back to it now. Yeah. I mean, that was a that was definitely like a fun first group to play with, and then mm-hmm. uh, we played with that group for a while, and then slowly transitioned to kind of uh, getting getting my friend Dylan to play for a while. He played, and then my uh, friend of the pod, Harry, friend of the pod, Harry, friend of the pod. Dylan is also a friend of the pod. This is true. Dylan just this doesn't he, listen to the he pod. Does, he... <laughs> Call him out. <laughs> and then uh, Will joined us. Yeah, Will, yeah, Will, Will joined, joined us. Um, I actually DM'd Will's first ever campaign. Did he really? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I think I DM'd, I might have DM'd Will, Harry, and Dylan's first ever campaign. Because mm-hmm. I DM'd your first game. Yeah, you that's DM'd true. my you first game. You also DM'd my first proper campaign. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I did. Yeah. There's like Sky Islands. That was a cool campaign. I yeah. There's like Sky Islands and there's like this bird type person. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. So you guys have been playing like five, six years now? Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. A while. I've been around. I've been around the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few things. <laughs> heard, a, heard, a few, um, heard a few days. Had some, I've had some great... I think it's really interesting how much it depends on the people you play with because I've had some it gr- so does some great times playing this game. Yeah, and sometimes it's garbage when we play, yeah. and sometimes I I played once. Uh, yeah, none of them are gonna listen to this podcast. Doesn't matter. I played once at <laughs> at, uh, at CU, and that was like, oh man, it was just like, not, I was not on the same wavelength as anyone there. Was, I just played with a bunch of strangers, and it was like, yeah, that can be really hard. Thing. It sometimes, can be really sometimes hard. Sometimes it's like sometimes it it's works like out a weird really miracle, well, but like, but it, you're really risking things. Yeah, and it, yeah, I wouldn't go back and not do it because I went, I went and I did it, and I was like, no, not my thing. Yeah, <laughs> moved on from there. So fair enough. Well, mm. we talked about us. Should we talk about what we're doing? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. So tonight we are playing a game called Fall of Magic, which is a storytelling game. Um, It's pretty light on mechanics. It's a lot closer to Firebrands or the Quiet Year than than Dungeon World. Um, And it's like a it's it's a scroll based game. So there's like a scroll, and we move tokens around, and we're going on a journey um, together. So we're actually going to build characters right now. We're going to do the whole thing. And I'm probably just gonna read from the um, from the rules a little bit, just because it's pr- it's pretty short. Fall of Magic is a collaborative storytelling game where we play a group of travelers in the company of uh, magic mag- of the Magus, which is a weird word. Um, on the way, we'll encounter strange hosts, fantastic places, and perilous choices as we play to discover who our characters are, how they relate, and how our journey changes them. A single session will feel like several chapters in a book or the first episode of a fantasy series. In several sessions, you can create your own epic tale. Um, so, uh, about story games. Before we begin, there are some things we should all understand. Pass the book around and read these or read these out loud afterwards and make space to see if there's anything the group would like to clarify or discuss. And I'll just kind of move move along here um, to the rules. So basically, we're kind of doing kind of a it's a it's it's a fantasy game. It's a questing game, um, and uh, let's just start. So what, what? sit down at the, around the table and pass each player a note card and something to write with. We've done that already. Make sure that everyone can read the scroll from where they're sitting. You guys good? Is this okay? Yep. Cool. Yeah. And then I'll read the introduction. Magic is dying, and the magus is dying with it. We travel together to the realm of Umbra, where magic was born. So everybody needs to choose a name from the options listed on the map and writes it down on the note card. Each character should have a different name. So the list of names are... Harp, Cabu, Elamora, Justice, Vago, Fawn, Caspian, Piccolo, or River. I like Piccolo. I'm going to be Piccolo. We all want to be Piccolo. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be River. All right. This is edgy. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> um, Who are you? I'll go with Elamora. Cool. It sounds like a spell. It does. I know. All right. 
Next, choose your title. Each player chooses a title from their options listed on the map and adds it to their oh, note. Do I write it big or small? Uh, I do it big because you'll have stuff on the back and, you know, it's, you know, whatever okay. you want. Um, each player chooses a title from the options listed on the map and adds it to their note card. It's fine if players choose the same title. Your title is a combination of a location plus one of the three options listed before the location. Someone may ask, is a raven like the bird? Or what is a crab singer? To this we reply, it means what you want it to mean. Um, so I should read off the options here. The apprentice, golem, or raven of Ravenhall. The hero, midwife, or swineherd of Barleytown. The heir, knight, or fugitive of Stormguard. The giant, ranger, or fox of Mistwood. The merchant, scholar, or crab singer of Astalia. And these are places we'll probably travel to and... All those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. This time I actually really don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> to be fair, though, we are almost done with character creation, so take all the time you need. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many good ideas floating around. I don't know which one to grab. No, but let's talk. Let's talk about it. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? All right, so I'm, I like the tr- crab singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really cool title. Who like I pose as like a crab fisherman, but I'm like actually like a double agent or something Smuggling like that. Smuggling. Yeah, something. I'm like a sm- I'm like a smuggler double agent like. Or maybe I'm a maybe I'm a crab fisherman who used to be like a former. You used to be fighter. a smuggler. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, now you're like, I've given up the life. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a I used to be a smuggler, but I was like the top dog. And you know but but you let you walked but away. I, sta- you I walked, walked away. away. Yeah. You walked away from the table while it was hot. Yeah. You walked away with some to wings. Be, yeah. To be yeah, because I was like. So you crab yeah. fish is a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So you think on that for a second, Taylor. What do you? I've do you, chosen. What have you chosen? I've chosen the midwife of Barleytown. Oh. Cool. Yeah. And I think that midwife has a double meaning in mm-hmm. this world. Where, you know, like midwife, you know, like helping women have children. But I think that it could also mean somebody who's part of like an ancient practice of helping like herd and, you know, be a midwife, but like to magical creatures. Oh, cool. But she hasn't ever done it herself in her life. You read the magic books. magic is dying. You yeah. read the books. I read the books, and I know cool. my family did it. All right. All right, so I have made my decision. Okay. I'm going to be a crab singer. Okay. Of Estalia. Estalia. Crab singer of Estalia. Is that a big city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. You should check that. You should write that. You write that down on yours. Um. Okay, I want to... Yeah, I'll just do the thing that I'm... What's your thing? Um, I'm going to be a raven of Ravenhall. And what I think that means is... Essentially, it's just, like... It's a person who has, like, wings tattooed on their back that come to life and can actually fly. Pretty. That's dope. Um, Yeah. Um, uh, What pronouns are we using for all our characters? I'm going to be he. Okay. I'm going to do a she, her. I'm going to do a he. Okay. I'm going to mess these up. So, like, please correct me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We're... Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So, all right. Character creation uh, done, more or less. Uh, except we just got to choose tokens. Um, everybody chooses a token. So, there's a sword and a candle, a tree, um, a river and an ocean, and a bird and an a bird. So they're they're double sided. So sword, broken sword, candle, burnt out candle, uh, egg, bird, tree, river, sea. So what what'd you guys take? What'd you take? I took the ocean and the river. Because river. Yeah. Also because I'm a <laughs> crab fisher. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I chose the candle. I don't know why. Okay. Um, I'm gonna choose the sword actually. Sake. You're not gonna take the raven. I know. I'm not gonna do it. I know. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm. Um, and then we pick one for the mages. So one thing that we do as a group is we all share control over um, over the mages. Hmm. Um, so it's a it's a shared character. Hmm. Um, I think we should pick the tree for the the mages. Sure. It's cool with me. Cool. So I'll put the bird away. Goodbye, bird. Goodbye, bird. All right. So, next, we place the magus. Place the magus on Raven Hall where your journey begins. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Um, and then here's how we play the game. 
In Fall of Magic, we take turns, one at a time, telling a small part of the story. During your turn, other players may contribute ideas, make suggestions, and out act out other characters, but you get final say over what happens during your turn. We each also get final say over what is true about our own character. Um, on each turn, you move your character token and describe the scene from their perspective. Before your scene ends, you must use the story prompt. Um, uh, and then, um, once you, uh, sorry. So you place your token on any of the scenes um, at the mag Magus's current location. So the Magus is at Ravenhall, so we can go to the four options around, the, around there. Hmm. And then you describe the scene from the perspective of your character. What is the place like? What do you see and hear? What is going on right now? What is your character thinking and feeling? How you do this is up to you. Then you use the story prompt, which is written underneath. Um, and then there's a couple other things. Uh, there are, there's occasional need for a dice roll or a change. And so we will get to those when we get to them. Um, but I'll go first to sort of um, uh, model since I've played before. Yes. Um, and then once we've all gone around, when it's my turn again, um, I can either choose to move my character again to a different prompt, or I can move the mages along the path. Okay. And take control of the mages and describe from their perspective. So can we hop in... To people's scenes? Yes. And the other thing that I will say Do is... Do we have to play our character? Not necessarily. What I'll say is the best thing that I've ever done or learned having played this before is when you it's your turn for a scene, um, invite people into your scene. <laughs> Ask them to play specific people. And it's also really good early on in particular to get other people's main characters involved in your scenes so we can get a good establishment of characters and then kind of branch out into doing other things later okay. on. Um so, at, we're at Ravenhall, uh, there's the Scrying Pool, which is why you serve the mages, Rose Gardens, which has a mechanic attached to it, the Menagerie, which is the last time you saw real magic, um, and the Bridge, your face in the river. Um, so I'll just start the story, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we get this large panning shot, like we start with the sky, and there's like... Um, Lots of, like, white clouds on, on, on one half um, in blue sky. And as it pans over, there's dark storm clouds, but it's, it's, um, it's like, comfortable. Like, you, like, it starts raining, and they come in, and it starts raining, but it's that comfortable sort of rain where it's like, I don't have to go anywhere. I can just kind of, like, listen to it and, like, hear it outside, and it's, like, good, and it's, like, warm. It doesn't make the air icy. Um, so it's, um, we, we get the, the rain going, and we see Ravenhall, which is this old, old... Um, castle um with uh that's made i think in my head it's like mostly made out of wood like in um like a like a celtic tradition so like mm -hmm. the wood is curved and it's lots of like uh greens and um browns and uh, like a, just the hints of gold here and there like it's 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 not ostentatious but like the moment you see it you're like oh this is a really beautiful well-made place with someone of importance here um and like the the rain plinks down into like a little uh, in like in into other water, um, and I'm at the scrying pool. And the prompt is why you serve the mages. Um, so like there's the reflection in the pool and um, so Elam. We're going to see the mages, right? Yeah. So okay. we've all been called together to the mages to help her bring oh, okay. back magic. So we're helping the mages yes. out. Yes. Okay. Yes. For one reason or another. Um, so, um, Elamura, like, comes up to the pool, and it's the scrying pool, um, which is, uh, it's like a, it's a stone basin, it's outside. Mm. It's open to the air, um, so, like, rain's starting to hit, um, get on her, and she, like, looks into it, and she's wearing, like, a really simple, um, like, uh, really simple cotton, um, like, uh, I, it's it's a dress. It's like a, a white cotton dress, and it's like not no big deal. Um, and she's got uh, like really tan skin and and black hair. Like if I were to cast someone in this, I'd want them to like be from like the Indian subcontinent descent. And like the dress has like an open back, and you can see the uh, she has black tattoos of wings on there. And she stares into the 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 pool. Um, 
for a moment and uh, it changes and she can she watches um, uh, hands very steady hands tattooing onto her back and a voice says I will collect on this promise one day um, do either of you want to intrude on this scene I will not uh, yeah sure I will as your character as uh, as yeah. River yeah that was River what is this fancy looking pool you got here uh, so Elamore like bristles a little and she like turns and she's uh, it's the scrying pool the magus is scrying pool interesting could I take a look or is there rules on who can use this or I don't you know, I'm just around for the fish. You know, big river fish, that type of thing. It's kind of been my hobby recently. I'm just starting to pick it up. Okay, so why are you in Ravenhall? The river here is really small. Oh, well, you know, I got a little lost. Uh, kind of had the wrong... I kind of had the wrong map. Uh, in fact, I had the right map. It just wasn't pointed the correct direction my compass was broken so you know now since i'm here i'm a, i was hoping that there was a big river but since you say that there is a small one uh maybe i'll catch myself a little tiddlywinks little little fishies well i i uh hope you're you have good luck with that wow um, thank you very much now if i what, could uh just peek oh, in over here uh excuse me you're kind of standing in my way what what <laughs> What is what is um what does River look like real quick? So I'm sorry, I'm dying at <laughs> <Italy> wings. <laughs> uh, so River is uh, he he looks like he's probably in his like late thirties. Mm-hmm. He's got like uh kind of like that scruffy. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the actor, the guy who played House, kind of like that mm. kind of scruffy uh, looking gotcha. beard. Um, he's he's got a uh, you know brown. He's got brown eyes. He's wearing a bright yellow um, sailor's cap, like a knitted sailor's cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's kind of decked out in just like some strange attire. Like he's got a, you know, he's, he's got like, he basically has like an outfit that you would normally see like a sailor, but not like a real sailor. It's like, like a almost sailor like a from play. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks almost like a costume. It's what someone who's not a sailor thinks a sailor wears. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, very, um, and it's all, like, very, like, muted, pastel-y colors. It's, like, his whole outfit. It's not, like, it's no real dark. Like, even the yellow is kind of pastel-y that he's got on his head. And, like, he, he's just kind of an out-there guy. <laughs> it gotcha. looks like he hasn't shaved in a while. Like, you don't know the last time that he's, like, actually talked to someone. <laughs> you really have no idea. So that's that's what he looks like. And do you want to describe... Uh, your character as well. What's your character? Ellen Mora. Ellen Mora. Um, so, like I said, like uh, I would, I would describe her as like someone from like the Indian subcontinent. Pretty dark skin, black hair, pretty petite, um, mm. white dress with an open back, um, and she says, "Well, everyone here is under the the, the magus's protection, so you know." The mage what now? The magus. Oh, the magus. The mages. Ah, okay, I see. He clearly does not see. Yeah, he does not see. <laughs> so, Elmore, she's like, well, you're free to look at the scrying pool, and, um, well, I-, I hope I'll see you later. And, like, she, like, I think her back, like, there's, like, a bit of, like, glowing, and, like, her wings unfurl, <laughs> and then she just, like, takes off into the into the air. Okay. Interestingly enough... River doesn't like flinch that hard. <laughs> like she's not trying to make him flinch. He's she's like just kind going of about surprised that it happened, but he was just like, "Hmm, neat." <laughs> yeah, neat. <laughs> well, that's real neat right there. I think it. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. I'm interested with the rose gardens. Okay, so the rose gardens. What's their prompt there? It just lists beautiful, legendary, fierce. Okay. So story prompts with a plus symbol are traits. After describing the scene, select one of the traits listed below and describe that how that is true about one of the characters, yours, or that of another player. Then write that trait down on that character's note card. Hmm. 
So this is this is a way of adding to a character essentially. Um, yours are another's. You can do this to anybody. It does give you some power over us as well. Interesting. Personally, for me, uh, for Piccolo, how I'm kind of picturing him in my brain is like a, a much more cleaned up version of Harley from Epic Mealtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That gives me nothing. That was a deep Oh my god, that was a deep God, I don't even know a word for it. Deep cut. Visceral. Yeah, deep cut, yeah. That was a deep cut. Oh my goodness. Visceral remembrance. Epic meal time. Yeah. Wait for it. I'm, I remember I'm looking, I'm Epic Meal Time, but I don't remember it's the guy with a massive beard. Harley. Oh, so okay, you, okay, you kind of okay, look like okay. a fisherman as well. A little bit. I would call him more of like a like a burly man that you would expect to be in like a, logging a mine camp or a logging <laughs> camp kind of thing. But he's like, have you ever met a very very big guy who is just like the most dainty flower that you've ever met? I feel like that's Piccolo. Yeah, that's the name Piccolo. So like, yeah. how tall? Quite tall, over six foot. I don't know how much over six foot. But quite tall, extremely burly, but with, like, the personality of Hunk from Voltron, if anybody is familiar with that. Just, like, the most endearing, like, just likes to cook and, like, chill and, like... Okay. Just be very sweet and, yeah. Reddish brown hair? Reddish brown hair, very, very clean top knot. And oh, a so bushy okay. beard. In a pretty bushy beard, but, like, you can tell that it's very, it's, it's like, very, concise. Very, if very he well takes his top knot out, does he have a mullet? No, but his so hair will get his hair will get really curly. Does he have an undercut, or is it like? No, it's a full top. Oh, it's full top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where where's Piccolo? Piccolo's in the Rose Gardens. Um, he's been summoned here by the Magus. Um, he's feeling a little bit nervous, so he wanted to go somewhere tranquil <laughs> to kind of get a hold on himself. He's met the Magus before when he was a very little boy. Um, because of his family history of being midwives, which he gets made fun of a lot for that being his title. But he he knows how important it is to the world, so he's feeling a little bit nervous at Mm -hmm. the fact that he has been summoned. So he can only imagine why. So I'm curious what the Rose Gardens look like. They're very... It's not somebody... Not somebody. Not somewhere where you feel like you shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. But when you walk into the Rose Gardens, it's very bright and colorful it's not just red roses it's the orange kind and white and you know some of them have like blue stems and some of them have like purple stems and it's it's very rainbow-esque without looking goofy Mm -hmm. it's very very pretty and i feel like piccolo is just kind of like meandering about them like he'll find like a little plaque and he'll read it and then he'll look at a statue you know marble statues and just really, really beautiful things all around him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he is pulling out a journal and, like, sketching and, like, writing poems and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, he's just, like, really trying to take a moment before he meets at the Magus for the first time today. Do you want one of us to come in? Yeah, but, but I give full freedom for any kind of character. I'll come in. Okay. Um, so I think... I think you just hear Elamora's voice. Just, it's a very beautiful drawing. Uh, <clears throat> thanks. I I didn't know you could see it from all the way over there. Oh, you mean all the way up here? <laughs> like Piccolo kind of looks behind him because that's where the voice sounded like it yeah. came from. Now he looks up into the tree that he was under. <laughs> and she's sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Are you Piccolo?" Yeah. I don't know your name. Should I know your name? I'm very sorry. You shouldn't know my name. I'm Elamora. I'm... I serve the the mages. Oh. Oh. Um, she mentioned that you were coming. She did. (laughs) She mentioned that she was bringing a midwife, and you're not exactly what I expected, but... I know. I get that all the time. People say, why not a mid? A mid man? 
That made sound, husband. That just sounds stupid. It's all bad. It sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it's a good. It's, it's good. But yeah, I, I met her one time. Uh, she was nice. I'm, did you do you like serving her? She is demanding, but I do like her most of the time. Good. Good. That that makes me feel good about talking with her today. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be with you. Oh, oh, you 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 will be at the it's it's more it's more than just me and her. It's it's oh, yes. Oh. There's I think there will be three of us and her in the end. Oh, I'm not certain yet, but we'll see. And you see, when you say that, like, the camera, you see in the very background, it's River, and he's just kind of picking flowers out of the ground. <laughs> like, not in a, like, destructive way, but just kind of like, what's this? Yeah, he just kind of picks them up and, like, looks at them, and then he just throws them away. <laughs> I think he will owe a debt soon. <laughs> if by no other mean than mistake. <laughs> I think that's probably a good scene, or where, where do you want it? You have the tag to give. Yeah, I'm giving Beautiful to Piccolo. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Piccolo's the bomb. So, is it my turn? I Am think I so. Playing this right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Intermission at the Level 1 Podcast. You're here with me, Dane, in the Intermission. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at level underscore podcast or email us your questions at level1pod at gmail.com. If you email us a question, don't forget to let us know if you want us to read your name or plug anything for you in the in the, in the intermission. Um, special thanks this week to Ross Cowman, who developed uh, Fall of Magic, and to Doug Keith and Taylor Dow, who illustrated the scroll. I'm definitely going to post a picture online um, this week because uh, you just kind of got to see the scroll to understand what I'm talking about here. Um, additionally... Uh, Thanks to TabletopAudio.com for providing um, the audio necessary for um, our soundscapes. Uh, They do really great work over there. Please go check them out. Um, Additionally, you can find Fall of Magic, I almost forgot this, um, at Heart of the Deernicorn Games. Um, So just look it up, Fall of Magic, you'll find it. It's an awesome game. Um, uh, There's a question this week that Taylor answered, um, and she was kind enough to answer it at home. So uh, here she is. Now, Dane also has a question for me. More of a prompt, LOL, he says. <laughs> uh, role-playing is obviously more important than the rolling in this campaign. What's so meaningful about the storytelling aspect of RPGs, both to you as individuals and on a grander scale? That's a great question. Um, I think what's meaningful about that is that all humans have the capability of storytelling and creation, And I feel like as we get older, we get kind of put in a box as far as our creativity goes. You know, if, if, if you're writing something, it's to a prompt and there are requirements and there are guidelines and there are restrictions and expectations. And when you're young, the expectations of your own creativity are just simply that you're enjoying yourself. Um, and I think that's where role-playing games I think should get less of a goofy rep than they get. They're just so fun. Like, what's what's so... I don't know. As an adult, I've met a surprising amount of people who do really enjoy role-playing games. Um, and the people that I do know that enjoy them already enjoy media, you know, like video games that are interactive and storytelling, or really like movies, which are purely storytelling. I think that we all wish we could be more of storytellers in our day-to-day lives. You know, like we, we don't have a lot of control as much as we may like to think that we do. Um, and I think that can be really disheartening to a lot of people. So I feel like role-playing games are this incredible outlet to just become something else and focus on something else. Like, step out of your own shoes and step into somebody else's shoes and just kind of take a take a moment to be and not worry about the consequences of your own world and I think that as an adult that's why I find them so appealing um I love storytelling I've been a writer my whole life so being able to kind of on the fly create 
these really cool characters that like I could write about hereafter you know what I mean it's it's just really entertaining all right Dane those are my questions Welcome back to the end of the intermission here. Please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. It really helps new people find us, and um, it means the world to us. So thank you for taking the time to do that. We really appreciate it. Um, You know, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) So, is it my turn? I think so. Am I playing this right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're going to cut to River at the bridge. Um, he's kind of got his own campfire set up. Uh, he's, like, right next to the river. He's got, like, a fishing rod kind of stuck in the ground. He's got, like, a little fire cooking. Uh, kind of, like, just, like, a very, like, Red Dead Redemption-looking fire. Like, he, <laughs> he's, like, cooking, like, one tiny fish that he was able to catch, like, on a knife over the fire. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, shaking his head at, like, how stupid he was to come here. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I knew self. I had the wrong map. He's <laughs> cooking his fish, and uh, I want somebody to actually uh, play uh, the mages here. Um, I'll be playing her first because it'll be my turn next okay. to play to the mages. So I'll, I'll mm-hmm. do it. Okay, and then uh, I kind of want to. What's your prompt, by the way? Oh yeah, so my prompt is uh, your face in the river, and I want to open it up with uh, river walks down to the river. <laughs> and uh kind of dunks his face in the river <laughs> and he like gets gets it rinsed off and then when he comes up he uh can he, it be the mage's face staring back at him in the river no no It'd she's standing there though <laughs> oh no but like she's in the river staring oh, back at him oh, and she's okay. gonna talk at him oh, okay, from the river yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay Ooh, wow that was uh river wow yes you are one yes absolutely no, I'm the Magus. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, the Magus? The yeah. Yep, the Magus. Whatever you like to call me. Now, quickly, uh, quick now, I need a quick, uh, um, how many roses did you pick? How many roses did I pick? I don't, I don't recall picking any roses. Well, I seem to recall so, and let me see, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten roses. Do you know how valuable those roses were? Well, uh, you know, I'm not really much of a flower man. In fact, my last... Here, we'll call it even. We'll call it even. <laughs> Spitzball. And we will call it even one rose, 100 leagues. For every rose you took, you will come with me 100 leagues. 100 leagues? Uh, no, what was it, 10? So 1,000 leagues? That's about how long it will, or how far it is to, uh... Umbra, or magic whisper. What is a league in uh, knots? Uh, that's that's a measure of speed, not distance, my boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I'll describe her real quick. Is um, uh, what is high fantasy Mary Poppins? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. like, hair done up in like um and like uh, in curls. She's like. Perfect. Her makeup is perfect in the river. Perfect Practically in perfect way. in every way. Um, and uh, she's like got like a like robes all done up like tight to her neck. Um, and she's like like seems like eternally thirty five to forty like that age. Um, uh, and she's just like, are we agreed? Yeah, I'll be on my way right now. Yes, ma'am. On the way. Bigger river. Which way? Point me in a direction. Compass. Need one. Do come Don't to have the, one. Do come Matt. to the Great Hall in, in 20 minutes. And I'll, oh, I'll the bridge. Great Hall. The Great Hall. They wouldn't let me in there. Most They'll recently. let you in now. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, my boy, I promise. <laughs> they told me, I think it was something like... Now hurry up and clean up. And, like, she, like, flicks her hands and water sprays up in your face again. <laughs> is it cleaning water or is it just water? No, it makes you smell like lavender. Oh. I don't think I like that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think River is a fan of that at all. <laughs> but she is. And I think her, like, her image disappears. Okay, he kind of just sits there for a while, and then, uh... I don't know, like, you, you notice, like, a glint in his eye that might be, like, giving something away, and then he just, like, is like, alright, well... <laughs> and goes to his camp to the packet stuff up. Cool. Okay, so, um, moving the mages. On your turn, if your character is already on the map, you may opt to move the mages instead, advancing us along the dashed path to a new location. 
Remember to roll up the canvas to hide places on the map we've just left. After moving the mages, remove the other character tokens from the map, then describe that location and, and its story prompt from the perspective of the mages. When you play the mages, show us who they are, what they're thinking, and how we travel together, just as you would your own character. So it's my turn again, so I'll move the mages again to just sort of like, you don't have to, you can move to a different story prompt if you want, um, but for now I'll do that and get us going along. Sweet. So right now we don't have any choices, so we're going to move from Ravenhall to the Oak Hills, and we'll all take our tokens away. Oop. And <clears throat> so the mages, she gathers you all together in the in the great hall. Okay. Um, and uh, so she she's there. She's got um, all of her like she's clothes. She's got her clothes all done up correctly, and she's got like a uh, like a walking stick staff shillelagh sort of um, sort of thing, and like sort of an over the shoulder bag, and she's kind of. Uh, looks um looks at, at the th at the three people um gathered before her and like Elamora kind of just like bows and like kind of steps to the side like just quiet speak when spoken to sort of thing and she says piccolo my dear oh sorry yeah hey 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 you i assume you have um supplies to keep yourself all well groomed because it's, it's it's just a wonderful look and i mean i'd be really worried if if this journey hampered your beauty at all um, you know nobody ever says that to me but you know it, it's just right here in my pocket i got clippers so i got knives i got yeah and if i wish wish to borrow them to keep everything up and she like touches her hair <laughs> would i be welcome yeah excellent wonderful and 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 river dear thousand leagues like i said oh yeah thousand leagues yes ma'am mm -hmm. uh, yep wonderful absolutely wonderful hundred per rose hmm? <laughs> And she just, like, starts off walking. Like, she doesn't have a, a, a cart, nothing. Like, she just starts walking. And it's, um... And, like, she just starts down the path. And I think it's it's very uh, bucolic. Um, rolling green hills. Um, uh, conifer... Uh, not coniferous tree. Wait, is coniferous the one with the, the... With leaves, or is it... What's... Which one's the one with the needles? Coniferous. Dead. 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 Deciduous, deciduous. Is, is, is the one with, yeah. with leaves. Yeah. Okay. So it's deciduous trees, aspens, and oaks, and leafy cottonwoods. Trees. Leafy trees. Um, I'm glad that term was in my brain somewhere. I really I'm appreciate very impressed. it. I, I'm impressed as well. <laughs> um, so she's, like, leading the way, and, like, I don't think anyone can, like, keep up without effort. Like, mm. she just has this, like, effortless stride that is just, like, Spitzbot. Just, yeah, Spitzbot just keeps moving. Like, you can't, like, hmm. your walk is never quite enough to keep up with, so you have to, like, do just, like, a little bit of a hustle. Hmm. Or, like, Elamora has to, like, flutter a little bit to keep up. Hmm. Um, and she gets us into the Oak Hills, which, like, the trees get denser um, and closer together. Um, and uh, the, the, the prompt is the ending of summer. So she um, walks along... And she uh, gets into the into the forest like before anyone else, and it's like very thick and, and dense at this point. And she like looks around, and and she seems like absolutely disappointed, like just absolutely disappointed. And she like taps her staff on the ground, and she says, "You're all late. It's September already." And she like taps it twice, and like the whole forest um, immediately changes into full fall colors, almost cool. as an apology. And she's like, "Much better," and like starts walking us on. <laughs> so Taylor, it's your turn. It is my turn. Let's see. <laughs> I'm kind of interested to do a little prompt called at dawn. Okay. Your morning ritual. So I think that the mages took us along until she abruptly stopped and turned on her heel mm -hmm. and said, Well, I do think it's time for bed. <laughs> we all went tight <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah we're all relieved we all crash hard we can play more with that if we want to since this is the first time that we're all together together the three of us um I think Elamora like sets up um like just she's the one who like sets up the mages' campsite mm -hmm. and then does her own mm -hmm. and then immediately goes to sleep yeah I, I just 
like curl up on the ground, like nearest tree. <laughs> yeah, like nearest, like find like the nearest stump to get my head elevated on, and then uh-huh. just pass out almost immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see. That's why I wanted to do that because I think Piccolo has a hard time falling asleep. <laughs> no, I feel like River snores. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when Piccolo does get to sleep, he wakes up the next morning and he's feeling disgruntled, which he hates. He hates to feel unhappy. <laughs> so Piccolo takes his little his little thing out of his pocket with his scissors and his knives and his comb and his his essential oils. <laughs> and he and he just kind of starts going through his morning routine, which is very about like refreshing. It's a new day. <laughs> he starts like, "Well, aren't you just Fresh as a parsnippity snap. <laughs> Looking right up there. Cheap uh, morning. Uh, par- a, a parsnip? That's what I said, wasn't it? I, well, about that. Do you do you, do you need any of this? I'm, I'm happy to share. I've got a... Shoot, what do I have here? Um, I've got frankincense. I've got um, some tea tree oil. I've got a... Oh, man, what else do I have here? Essence, essence of orchid. No, I'm alright. I think my knife will do just fine. <laughs> He's like kind of trimming his beard with his knife, but it's weird because he doesn't actually like shave it all the way down. He like leaves it to be like kind of ragged. Yeah. <laughs> Pickle is just kind of watching him like, did anybody ever teach you to shave? To what now? <laughs> to, to, to shave your, 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 your face. You're, you're kind of doing it in a way where it's like, I could shave, but I'm not going to shave. Listen, what can I say? The ladies like what they like. And it happens to be this. And Piccolo has like a rare moment of like pride. And just kind of like softly touches his beard and is like, mm. So Elamora has wake woken up and is like listened to this whole thing and makes <laughs> eye contact with with, with um with Piccolo when uh um River says the thing like they like what they like and she just goes shakes her head just quiet <laughs> silently just Piccolo, like, gently, like, not even, like, strokes his beard, like, gently pats his beard, like, yeah. I like to think that River is, despite his attempts not to, somewhat ruggedly handsome. Like, oh, no, 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 yeah, for sure. There's some sort of, like, there's well, something. Piccolo is beautiful. Oh, yeah, obviously, beautiful. compared to Piccolo, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Piccolo's morning routine. He's he's rubbing essential oils in his beard and like trimming it gingerly and putting in the perfect top knot with the perfect it's twist. Adorable. Yeah, Piccolo's the bird lady. How'd you get them ta- tattoos? How'd you? Is this part of your scene? <laughs> no, this is still it's just uh, it's still our morning routine. Elamora turns over and goes back to sleep. <laughs> I say in air quotes. <laughs> Back to sleep. Well, all right. <laughs> Maybe I should remember her name next time. <laughs> he leads over to Piccolo. What's her name? And Piccolo feels horrible because he's like, it's a little complicated. Hold on, you're gonna have to give me a minute. Eli, 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 perfect. Eli, No, that's not her name. Don't call yep. her that. Don't do it. Yep. And he just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Elomir Sam you and I are gonna have a good fucking time <laughs> it's your turn okay I think um, unless Taylor you have more no, I had nothing else I just thought that would be fun <laughs> it was good so I think I'm gonna do uh, making camp so I'm assuming that we get up we travel for a little bit longer mm-hmm. I like to think that River kind of gets a little, like he wanders off quite often so one of you guys have to go get him because <laughs> he's kind of absent-minded. He's not like, he's not like, he's not dumb. He's just yeah. not really focused on this. Like he's just kind of been being dragged along for the ride. Yeah. So you just like want, like he'll see something and he'll just like wander off the back of the group and you guys will walk for like five minutes until uh, eventually um, the, the mag, magus, 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 magus. <laughs> Until eventually the just turns around she goes, where did he go? And where'd he go? <laughs> and Elamora just like materializes her wings and just like flaps off to go get it. <laughs> Without changing expression. Yep. I like to think that uh, at, the, at our second camp, um, 
I'm going to choose the prompt under making camp is wealthy, cunning, and kind. It's another one of the you can give a trait or take a trait situation. I'm going to take two traits. You can only do one at a time. Oh, okay. Okay. That hurts. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to do cunning. Cool. um, And I'm going to take it. Cool. So River's kind of setting up, you know, he's kind of setting up camp. Um, Oh, okay. So he's setting up camp and there's a wagon along the road mm-hmm. of uh, merchants and things like that, basically. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, one of you, can one of you play uh, the cavern driver, the merchant sure. car driver? Can one of you play uh, either whatever you want to play, actually? I'll be the driver I'll of the wagon. I'll be Elamora in this scene. I'll be myself, if okay. that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Um, so I want to set the scene. So we're trying to bargain for supplies from from this merchant cavern. Sure. Uh, and you are leading the conversations. Okay. We will need mm, four loaves of bread and perhaps salted meat and whatever dried fruit you have as, as well. Um, what do you think is fair? Well, what do you got for me? Um, well, I... I I have, I, and, like, she opens, like, probably the, the mage's purse, and is like, how, how about ten? Ten silver. Ten silver? For four loaves of bread and dried fruit at the very end of summer? That's what I, what I pay for at the market in Ravenhall. All the you time. You're not in Ravenhall right now, sweetheart. I am your only source of supply, and I am demanding at least three more silver in addition. Ellie Moore? Ellie Moore, are you trying to... Excuse me. And kind of pushes in between. <laughs> Cabin driver, what? what is your name? What is my name? Name's Tico. Tico? River. Nice to meet you. Uh, so I, uh... I happen to hail from Estalia. Is that a ring a name? Ring a bell? Rings a couple bells. A couple bells? Well, I feel like it should be ringing a few more than that. Just a couple. All right, well, whatever you say. Uh, Eleanor, could you, uh, give us a second? I need to have a private conversation with, uh, Mr. Whatever his name was Tico. Tico. My name is Tico. Tico. My name is Tico. Eleanor squints and, like, holds the purse and, like, takes, like, seven steps back. (laughs) (laughs) But doesn't necessarily leave. Not really. (laughs) Uh, River gets, like, really close to Tico and goes... Now listen up here, Tico. I don't want to have to make things worse than they could be for you. Um, now, I know you said it rings a couple of bells, and we both know it rings a few more than that. And I'm, uh, I'm going to need you to lower the price of those real quick. And he uh, kind of pulls up his, he, like, pulls up his uh, like makeshift sailor suit, and you see something that uh, Elamora can see. And then kind of... A look of surprise and semi-distress comes from uh, Tika. Uh, oh, those, those, so that, are we? That, are we that, understood that the, here? You know, I'm not the best bargainer, yeah, but I hope that this worked out okay I for mean, both of us. That that was the bell that was ringing, sir, sir. Oh, yes, well, sir. I'm, well, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad we could work this out. You know, I'm. You know, I've been working on my bargain skills, so I'm quite proud. Anyways, here goes seven silver, and he uh, takes it out of his pocket, and he like. You have seven silver. Now, they, oh, we'll take that bread. Thank you. And I lean into him and I go, don't be getting smart with me, boy. Just because I know where you hail from doesn't mean I won't come after you. All right. Whatever your name was. Tico! My name is Tico! <laughs> All right, Tika. Chicken Tika Masala. <laughs> Big fan of your work. Big fan of your work. <laughs> Elamora pulls the drawstring of the bat of the purse closed and like squints again. That was clever. I don't know what you're talking about. I just, you know, you just got to work on your bargaining abilities. It wasn't really up to snuff. Mm. And she like walks away. Mm. <laughs> and that's my that's my scene. And cool. which trait did you take? Uh, I took cunning. Cool. It's it's more like influence, but cunning works too. Yeah. yeah. Me. Mm. I think I'll do uh, by firelight. 
Um, so later that night, um, after everyone's gone to sleep, um, of course, I think Piccolo and River can both be awake during this scene. Sure. Um, uh, Piccolo's revising some poems. <laughs> <laughs> um, up in a, up in a tree, uh, Elamora is, um, pulls out of like, uh, like her dress probably has like, I want it to have pockets. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, and like out of, uh, one pocket, um, and this, this is a, this was sort of a gift from the mages, like out of the pocket, she pulls, um, okay, how, okay, I have a question. How bonkers do we want to go magic wise? I don't know. My character doesn't have any magic as far as I know. Okay, so. we'll go, we'll go bonkers then. She's not in a tree. She's on the ground, just okay. at the edge of firelight. And like, um, she like pulls out of her pocket, like somehow an entire piano and like she just plays for a little while mm-hmm. um and then i think maybe piccolo and river like hear it and wake up mm-hmm. and by the time like they've w- woken up like the piano's like back in her pocket and it just looks like she's sort of just staring at the night sky mm-hmm. um i think that'd be the whole scene it's all scene yeah just okay. just a really short little thing it's cool so Taylor, it's your turn again. So you could do another prompt with, with Piccolo, or you could take control of the Magus and move us along. Hmm. Looking ahead a little bit. So next we'll head to Barley Town, mm-hmm. and then after Barley Town we get the first crossroads. Hmm. I know ish where I'm going, but I don't. At the same time. Okay. So it's another piccolo scene. Yes. It is another piccolo scene. I think that this is on our way out from the Oak Hills mm-hmm. a little bit. Like we're not done with them yet, but um we're leaving and Piccolo knows that they're approaching Barley Town, where he hails from. Mm-hmm. Um he's thinking about who he left behind, which is the prompt for the Harper's Road, um, as he's approaching because they're they're potentially going back to her. Mm-hmm. Piccolo had a had a fling with a farmer named Matilda. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and right as things. Piccolo, I didn't expect to see you so soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, we're not there yet. We can't do this. We can't. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. I mean, we could do flashback scene if no, that's warranted. Just I think that's what you do whatever you want. I just couldn't resist. No, I was it. I, thinking of I it. sensed an opportunity and I just had to I jump. was thinking of a flashback scene, TBH. So if you would do the honor. Yeah, sure. Uh, do you want me to open? Yeah, you can open. Yeah, go for it. Piccolo, well, fancy seeing you at this marketplace. I don't see you come by here that often. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I knew you'd be here today, so that's why I came. <laughs> wow, and you have a top knot in today? Wow, that's very cute. You like it? Yeah, top knot's very cute. Are you going for a full bun? Because I feel like a full bun would look even better. I really want to do a full bun. I just didn't think I had the face to pull it off. Gorgeous, you have the face for everything. Oh my goodness, what are you up to this afternoon? I, I, I was gonna. A messenger was... comes up and he's like, "Excuse me, um, important letter from the the magus uh, for Piccolo." Uh, I, I'm Pic- Piccolo. Thank Here. you. Thank um, you. Oh, sweet. They said the it was. Magus? They said it was oh urgent. God, I knew um, it was something special. Uh, and then they like bow and <laughs> they like run off. Mm-hmm. I think this 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 messenger has like like a little train in like engineer's sort of hat but it's like pink and like shorts mm-hmm. with suspenders like and they jog off <laughs> like crunk kind of yeah they probably got like a little like a, they've got a bag of mail and like a flag so everybody knows who who the, um, are. the messengers are. are they work their shoulders really yeah they work too. their shoulders while they run oh this is this is in, in immediate summons immediate so you have to go like right now or can you stay a little while? Matilda, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if you, if you wanted to go, 
to the hall and, you know, I don't know, grab, grab, grab a beer. Right now? Would you like to go? Do you want to go to the hall or do you have to go? I guess I have to go. Do we get, like, the flashback out and then it gets back to us, like, walking <laughs> on the road? Yeah, well, it ends with, she's like, well, sweetie, uh, I was hoping that we could be something special, but duty calls. I'll be waiting for you. And then you she kisses. And then she kisses him on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> he turns beet red <laughs> and walks away. And then we cut back to the nice. Nights. Wow, I don't think I've ever played a character like that ever. Though. So. Hell yeah! Good job. <laughs> I'm thinking you're gonna get another chance. <laughs> God no. Go. Boom. All right. Scene. So we leave. So we're leaving the Oak Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, it's your turn. Oh, uh, okay. So we so we've done all the things. We got yeah. the things. So move this one to. Okay,